Friday! Man, I love the way that sounds, don't you? I know, you're listening, you're saying, man, I've been wait- I've been working all week, hustling, grinding, back and forth, being a wife, being a husband, and I'm just, man, happy Friday, Mr. Anthony. You know it. He looks exhausted right now. That's right. We're going to wake him up. (laughs) We're going to wake him up because, you know, we value him and his input. Um, Well, we have a special guest today. Who it is? Who it is? Who it is? That's not a song. I've never. Leonard, come on, man. Bruh, every time. I know I'm corny. (laughs) I know it. I know it. But I really am cool. So to my listeners, I'm really cool. But listen, we have one of my good friends. Um, he is one of the coolest dudes I know. He is my favorite person because Anthony is my second favorite because he thinks that I'm corny and not cool. But anyway. I'm okay with it. <laughs> His bow tie game also elevates him over me. When I step my bow tie game up like that, then I can be number one. Oh, again. Anthony, no, he got my heart. But I got my brother and my friend, Mr. Mark Moss. Y'all welcome. Do we have any fake? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Do it like the Yankees. My, my house. <laughs> my house. <laughs> <laughs> but we got my good friend. How's it going, Mark? I'm good, man. How you doing? Good, man. Appreciate you having me on here. Yeah, man. I've been wanting to get you on here so we can have a little chit-chat with Chapman. Did you catch it? I see what there you did. There it is. There it is. Copyrighted. I got it, bro. Uh, I got it. But I've been wanting to talk to you, man, because I love your life. And clearly, I love life. Because everything about me says I do, including this podcast, Dominate Your Life Podcast. So I want to talk about your life. So first of all, who is Mark Moss? Like, these listeners need to know, or our listeners. That was so country. Our (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Sorry. Our listeners need to know who Mark Moss is. So who, who he is. Who he is. Who he is. He is your everyday average guy that cares about everyone. More so, well, really more so than most people and just about every other attorney out there. I would agree with you because, <laughs> listen, so this is how me and Mark Moss met. Um, how did we meet? Oh, hold on. How did we meet? Come to think about it. Okay, we went to the hockey game. This is horrible. This is bad. Was, you know what's? You know what's not? You're not a good friend. <laughs> no, because he's got me. He's got me thinking now. Because before the hockey game. Uh, and it was, oh no! Uh, it was Mario. Thank you, Mario. Mario connected so okay, so shout out to Mario. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Mario Butler. So Mario Butler is a friend of mine, pl- former uh, NFL player for the Bills, and I think he played for the Cowboys or something like that. So this is my dude. You got to meet him. Oh well, you will meet him um, because I need to call him for the career day. Remind me, ca- remind me career day. Um, but anyway, because um, you're going to be a part of it. We Absolutely. It. Yeah. But Mario said, yo, you got to meet Mark Moss. I said, man, connect me, man. So we met. We exchanged some emails and went met at Starbucks, right? Absolutely. And then we get to know each other. We work for the same company in corporate America, right? And then his wife still works there. And so we became instantaneous friends. Past tense. What's that? We used to work there. Hallelujah. <laughs> 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 and I approve that message. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we end up connecting and m- we end up going to a hockey game together. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is a connector. And so that I'm, this is a really long story. But we is, he is such a connector. And what he did was he connected me, 
or introduced me to a chiropractor Mm -hmm. who now Monique goes to, you know what I mean? And they specialize in, you know, helping women, you know, align their bodies for pregnancy and all this other stuff. And Monique still goes there. He connected me to many other people. You are a connector, my friend. That's what I try to do. It's got, you got to give back. Why is that so important to you? Again, it's giving back. It's helping people out. Everyone's going through something. Mm-hmm. Again, getting to what we talked about earlier, life is complicated enough. Everyone is going through something. Yeah. How can you help them? And you may not get any benefit in return. It's not about that. <clears throat> You will likely get something back at some point. Yeah. It's the brownie points. It's the karma. It's just that good juju. Yeah, man. That's what I love about you, man. So, like, when I meet people for the first time, I can typically kind of gauge, you know, if we're going to have a ongoing, you know, relationship. So, I think that there's three tiers to relationships, right? Um, This is good, by the way. Three tiers to relationship. The initiation of it, the building of it, and the preserving of it. Okay? Oh, man. You got that copyright? That was deep. Ooh, I felt that. Oh, was my... that from the dome? That was from the dome. I feel like with your speaking, you a freestyle legend, like Lil Flip. Who was that? Don't worry about it. I don't have time for that. <laughs> Short podcast. So now, <laughs> I, now I'm Little Flip. Okay, Lil Flip. Little. No. Lil. No. Lil. Oh, Lil. 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 Apostrophe there. Even okay. Mark know how to do it, man. Come on. I'm Lil. No, that's Lil. 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 Go ahead, Lynn. Go ahead, Okay. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, three tiers. And I immediately concluded when you and I met that there was going to be some preserving of the relationship because you're a good guy, man. And absolutely. So, uh, what about your life? I mean, life is complicated enough. You just took a turn. Not that it's complicated, but there's a shift in your relationship. In your life recently, right? Yeah, there was a, a small shift in my life. A small? Talk about that small shift. Well, still small right now because small is about four months old. Nice. Wife and I had our first child. Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. So <laughs> good talk, luck. Talk, talk, thank you. Talk, talk about Anthony looking tired over there. <laughs> He's I got fe- a daughter. I, I feel yeah. more tired than he looks. <laughs> I just had my makeup on today. You look pretty. Well, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely congrats. Uh, every time I saw, saw Mark, um, we, I said, how you doing? I'm tired. <laughs> no sleep. Dude, infants will do that to you. Um, luckily, my daughter is 13, and she's at the stage now where she can make and do her own stuff. Right. But as y'all know from listening to the pod, she's super annoying. So <laughs> he didn't mean that. <laughs> no, listeners, I, I, he didn't I mean, mean it. that. I mean it. He, I he love lo- he her. He loves her. But she's annoying. Like, see, that's one thing y'all got to be with these kids. Y'all got to be real about how you feel. Be real how you feel. Real, real about how you feel because when you bottle stuff up and hold it in, it becomes a complex. We got to do with kids, spouse, you got to do with everyone. Anybody, right. You have to communicate how you feel. She's annoying. But she's a great kid and I love her. She's I, you, should bring, you should bring her on and let her defend herself. Oh, man. That's my niece. <laughs> I, I haven't met her yet, but we, you know, um, when me and Anthony met, you know, I we honestly knew that there was going to be some preserving of the relationship ongoing. Um, so congrats to, um, my nephew. So, you know, cause we're brothers, Absolutely. you know, and, and you. my sister, we've become brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, look at our skin color. About the same. About the same. <laughs> um, so, um, so life is complicated enough. W- what is that? The lives that we all lead, everyone thinks that they have a simple life. I get calls from individuals multiple times a week. Because of what? What do you do? So... Great question. Thank you. I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> I'm an attorney. I focus on estate planning and probate. Okay. So what that is, a lot of it is 
your last will and testament, a living will, power of attorney, advanced directives, healthcare surrogate, <laughs> things of that nature. When someone passes away, going through probate, and that's the legal process of, you know, are there creditors uh, passing assets on to mm-hmm. beneficiaries, other family members, charities, whatever they designated or didn't designate if they had no planning? I think that's important because when I was in the Navy, I, um, I would always do a, a POA, a power of attorney, and have my mom um, and my dad to be my POAs because in case something ever happened to me, you know what I mean? I was in the Navy fighting Operation Enduring Freedom and Operation Iraqi uh, Iron Hammer, right? And I wanted to make sure that everything was squared away, you know, life insurance, that sort of Absolutely. thing there. And it was a heart of preparation, you know what I mean, um, in doing so. So how long you been an attorney? Been licensed, uh, what is this, almost four years now. Four years? Almost Where four years. Where you go to law school? Florida Coastal here in Jacksonville. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, yeah. So how long you been married? Been married for, why would you put me on the spot now? I got to oh, think about that. About oh. five years. Okay. What it's all blurred together because he loves so much that it's just merged. No, you know what my mind. wife and I always let him say, squeeze out. My, of that my, my, my wife and I always say it's you know it's four years going on fourteen. There it is. There you go. There it is. The, the years don't matter. It's the quality of of the years. Right. You don't oh, count years man. when the love that deep. Oh, right. Man. I mean, do we? <laughs> I got you, bro. We appreciate gonna, that. Man. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have like a relationship show. Hello, everybody. That's right. <laughs> we can do it all on here. I mean, <laughs> we, I've been on a lot of different podcasts, bro. Yeah, that, that's, that is the man right there. So, uh, okay, four going on 14. What's your wife's name? Dana. Dana, okay, and she works uh, for Aetna. She did work for Aetna. Oh. She uh, put in her notice a little over two weeks ago. Good for her. Shout out. And she, uh, she has one of the now hardest jobs known to mankind. Stay at home mom. Absolutely. Good for her, man. Maybe Good for you guys, man. The most difficult job it's, known to mankind. I've, I've heard it's the most difficult, but also the most rewarding. Man, that is good. My mom was a stay-at-home mom, and I turned out pretty well. Do not say anything on your microphone. Oh, you, left that, you left that wide open. I ain't open. got nothing against your mom. <laughs> your mom. Your mom did a good job. <laughs> Whatever you did is what the problem is. <laughs> so, um, so your brand, you know, and helping people, you know, um, establish um, the heart of preparation because that's what it really is. Absolutely, and like yeah. you said, it's preparation. You know, you were going to there serving. It's preparing, and people today again, they I get phone calls. They just I need a simple this, a simple that. Yeah, there's no real such thing as a simple anything. All of us, the lives we lead, internet, social media, credit card points, rewards, divorces, children, children from marriages, children not from marriages. They all have an impact on our lives. We may think it's a pretty simple life. Mm-hmm. When you get down to the nuts and the bolts, and you've been married twice, you have children from both marriages, children from outside of the marriages, it's really not that simple. You need to have the preparation done. Without the preparation, you take a huge haircut on everything that you've worked hard for, Right. goes right. to the courts. Right. So I, I, I know several attorneys, okay? And uh, over the years, they've you know become good partners or you know whatnot you know good conversationalists um i love that word by the way conversationalist yeah that's a good scrabble word yeah it is i love i I love them um but a a lot of my and i'm a guardian at litem which you know i'm a Mm -hmm. volunteer through the guardian at litem so i'm a child advocate through the state of florida i'm very you know proud to say that um 
But most of my attorney friends, they're criminal, you know, things of that nature. So I've never met, you know, a, what is it, a probate? Estate planning and probate. Estate planning mm-hmm. and probate attorney. So that's kind of like, you've got to have a heart for that. So where did your heart come in there? So bear with me here on this long, windy road now. Let's go. So went to law school, initially wanted to be a sports agent. Cue Jerry Maguire, Show Me the Money, all those soundtracks. Right. Drew Rosenhaus. Right. Yeah. Abs- absolutely. Yeah. Intern clerk for someone after my first year of law school and realized that's not at all what I want to do. Okay. It's, it's Russian roulette with your money. And at that point, I was on Sally Mae's money, and Sally wasn't going to play like that. Everybody know about Sally Mae. <laughs> not, right. Not going to happen. Didn't want to be a glorified babysitter. Thought, okay, what else do I like? I really like the business aspect of things. Thought, what are my personal experiences? Well, in high school, my grandfather passed away. One of my grandfathers passed away. Had an estate plan. Left all the grandkids, you know, a small sum of money. Luckily for me, my parents invested that wisely. Went to law school. Took out loans. But after law school, I was able to use that. Pay off a large chunk of loans. Get approved for a mortgage. So Dana and I could get a house. Start to kind of go on our American dream and have a mortgage and all that comes with it. Mm -hmm. All hearkening back to the fact that my grandfather had an estate plan. Now, how can I give back to other people that want to have the same type of success that I was fortunate enough to have by an estate plan? So this conversation is about to get good. Okay. Because so for all the listeners, we, you know, we, we never look at color. Okay. I don't know where this is going, but it's going somewhere. I don't either. <laughs> we don't look at color. Okay. You, I mean, you all heard us earlier. They say we, you know, oh, we look like brothers. You know, we put our arms against each other. But white male, Mark Moss, black male, me, right? We've never looked at each other, but we are brothers. You know that. I mean, yeah. I don't even have to say it. We right. are brothers. But you know what's interesting is in the black community, and I'm not going to make it that, you know, this type of podcast or episode. Nah, say what you got to say. Ah, I know okay, where you're going. Okay, it okay. need to be said. But <laughs> we don't prepare like that. Dang right. I was going to say the same thing. We don't, man. Everybody and, out there that's listening that's black, you need to hit up Mark and figure <laughs> it out right now. Up. Hit them up. Prepare, man, because you don't want to leave. You want to leave your family the right way. And you you and I talked about this, too, and I, I don't have the numbers with me. Yeah. And I should have brought them, so that's my mistake for not You're doing good. that. But I believe that it, I read that the if African-American community were to go through planning, in one generation, African-Americans could become the largest, the population with the largest sum of assets. In one generation. Are you kidding me? You, you say, re, rewind and repeat. Because of the amount that is paid in attorney's fees and court costs through probate, intestate, when someone doesn't have an estate plan, they're paying even more. And the door is open for everyone to fight. All that fighting does is increases legal fees. The only people that win when you fight are the attorneys. I.E. James Brown. <laughs> uh, listen, <laughs> if you don't know the story about James Brown when he passed away, and the fight over his estate because he didn't have a plan. Go look that up. Most most yeah. celebrities today, if you um, for some reason don't, and you can just think about some Aretha, Prince, um, who else? I'm gonna draw a blank now. My probably yeah. Um, all of them all, so just wh- no no planning no planning why is and which okay, so that's that's on a high level i mean they mm-hmm. got millions upon right. millions of dollars so what about you know the mom and pop you know 
the everyday sort of average speak, Joe. The everyday average Joe. Why is it so important for the everyday average Joe to have a uh, a, a, a heart of preparation? You know, for when they're no longer here. So let's that's so let's just say the everyday average Joe, they've got a house. Most people, it's their biggest investment is their house. Sure. And they just have the assumption that it will automatically go to my children. Q assumption. It will end up going to their children, but in the meantime, it's going to go through the courts. It's going to go through the attorneys, fees. Someone has, attorneys are going to get paid somehow. The court has to get paid. It will end up going to the children, but after it takes a haircut. And you could be looking at anywhere from 10 to 15 grand in fees, if not more, when all, if, depending on if there's fighting, all that stuff, just to get the house to the children. So what you're telling me is that people spend more time fighting, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and you're wasting money, from what I hear. Absolutely. You're wasting money by fighting. I, man, I've seen it too many times. Folks just fight. What you fighting Bro, for? Bro, I recently, um, Nisha's uncle passed away. We went to the Sorry funeral to hear that. Sorry on to hear that. Saturday. Um, my sister's dad passed away a few weeks ago. And then just last year, um, coming up on the year anniversary now, my grandma passed away. Each particular situation, the people didn't have an estate plan. Um, I'm not too abreast with Nisha's uncle's situation, but usually when people have a funeral at the funeral home, it's, oh, we wasn't expecting this. And then, you know, with my sister's dad, I am really abreast with the situation. He thought he had his stuff together. Assumptions, just like Mark just said. Mm-hmm. And then when it came time for my sisters, who did the most with him and took care of the most needs of him, they ain't getting nothing. You know, that type of stuff. Or with my grandma, who me and my sister assumed based on what we had plotted out years ago, but my cousin stepped in and took over and started doing something else. We thought it was um, planned out. We end up $8,000 short in the pocket, cash money. Mm-hmm. The way my bank set up, I ain't really got $8,000 cash money like that. Yeah. Right. Right right now, the way it's set up. In the future, I will. But when the bill collectors but, come. Right. Then. When they come then, you ain't got it. <laughs> so I really appreciate the fact that Mark's on this show. Yeah. And everybody that listening. And yes, all communities playing your estate. But, you know, especially for black community people, because I feel like a lot of times we feel like, ah, that don't affect me. Oh, it's, but it do. It's, it's huge. And one of, you know, you look at the last time census was done. The amount of Caucasian millionaires has gone up. I think it was five or six percent. The amount of African American or Hispanic millionaires stayed the exact same. Yep. Facts. Not, that's not because Caucasians are working harder or saving more money or whatever. It's the fact that estate planning is done. Most of those assets came from the generation before them. Right. They right. didn't earn the, that money. And you know, in the South, we have a saying: "Old money." Right. So um, I went to University of Florida. There's a lot of old money so at sorry. University of Florida. <laughs> I'm no, so I'm sorry. sorry. You support that I'm scumbag so of a school that's South Alabama. Florida um, State Seminoles. Um, but like we have a saying in the South called old money. At University of Florida, it's a lot of old money. The yep. reason why we have that saying old money is because they've been dealing with Mark and estate planning for generations yeah so when they do surmount something they keep it so even if they start off out you always hear a story like you say from caucasian mm-hmm. families with businesses oh we my great grandpa started off with a shack and then opened a corner store and now it's this big thing well that shack might not have been much when he passed away but what it was he passed it on and right. then they built on top of that and built on top of that and that's how you build wealth 
we're not building our wealth because like Mark said, we're letting it get caught up in the court mm-hmm. or we're letting it drop off or whatever because we do earn over time. Most people, African Americans, when they pass away, they have a home. They have some wealth. Oh, there's, a, there's a lot of assets there. Right. And they can never build it up because a lot of time it get lost in the sauce. Of people don't even know they have it. Yep. Because that'll happen. What if one of your relatives pass away? Yeah. You don't even know that relative like that, but you the closest relative. Mm-hmm. That's estate planning, man. Man, it's so important to pr- prepare. Um, Preparing, preserving. Again, I mean, African-American businesses, there's millions of them. Six, I mean, super successful. Yeah. I mean, looking at Bo's, Mo's Bo's. There's one right Mo's there. Mo's Bo's. Shout out to Mo's, Mo's Bo's. Bo's. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mo's Bo's. If you don't plan, if some, I mean, Mo's super young, but if something were you to never happen. never know. Right, something were to happen. Who can continue the business? Right. Otherwise, now it goes to the course. It's all tied up. Man, that's why. How do you pass that on to the next generation? Right. And I'll be honest, man, you were definitely, you know, fortunate, you know, to be in the position that you were, you know, your grandfather. Oh, hands down, no question. You were definitely fortunate. Um, And it definitely doesn't happen in our community, which, you know, hopefully that narrative will change, you know, um, as your as your business begins mm-hmm. to you know take leaps and bounds you know across you know the country you know what i mean um because this is this is quite needed the heart of preparation why is preparation so important to you not not just um uh let's see you know with your job mm-hmm. you know your career but preparation you know for a basketball game the michael jordan preparation the kobe bryant preparation what what is it about preparation um, is it that we need to possess as a chief characteristic? Why is it so important? Preparation. I love that word. Preparation. Preparation. I think too. Even you know, with with you with dominating with prepare. It's, if you don't prepare, you can't dominate. You can't be successful at anything. In my opinion. Now yeah. I'm a little biased in that because of what I do, and I'm I'm a planner. You can ask my wife. I make lists. I I'm a huge list person. I'm a planner. I'm a preparer. I think it makes me good at what I do. But that's sure. a different story. But you can, you know, while you're living, you can dominate your life. You can be super successful at everything, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Something happens to you. You're incapacitated. You pass away. All that success you had goes down the drain in a matter of seconds because you didn't prepare. And now the legacy that you have with your family, all that domination that you were doing, yeah, is for naught. I think that's that's solid because you know an old man told me he sat me down. Um, one of the wisest men I've ever, ever met. He said, son, you, you, you want to leave two. You, you, there's two types of people in this world, and you got to decide which one, uh, which bucket you're going to fall in. He said, you either want to leave an inheritance or a legacy. I said, what do you mean, Pop? I called him Pops. I said, what do you mean, Pops? He said, well, an inheritance is what you leave for people, but a legacy is what you leave inside of them. Now, that being said, with regards to preparation, it appears that we want to make sure uh, in the heart of preparation, we want to leave both because you if you leave your inheritance, you know what I mean? And you do it the right way. Your legacy won't be down the toilet bowl. Right. Absolutely. And that's one of the things too. a a lot of people think that they don't need to plan a because it'll automatically go to the next generation or B most common is. This is mine. I worked hard to earn it. I'm going to spend it. I can't take it with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have any, you know, leg up when I was growing up. So I'm of the mindset, again, that you may not want to give the next generation a silver spoon, but give them a tarnished spoon. Teach them how to put some elbow grease in there and shine it up. Yeah. Give them a little boost. Don't give it all to the courts. 
set up that legacy, give them an inheritance. So now they have that inside of them, that feeling when they think of you, when they're going to school, they don't take out all the student loans. Mm-hmm. Your inheritance and legacy come together now to help them with that. That's how we're going to change lives and change generations ongoingly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think the other thing about preparation and the way this uh, our society is engineering right now is we're we, we're looking at the the now. You know what I mean? Uh, it's that instant gratification mm-hmm. we heard dozens of times. You know the microwave. You know we want microwave success. I want it. I mean, I ain't fretting with you. I want it right now. But I am also appreciating the, the, the journey and the struggle. I remember my dad, I didn't agree with this formula, but now that I'm an adult and got my own family, I get what he was saying. Um, he said, I was, you know, I was a typical teenager. I wanted my own car. You know, my mom was blind. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like we had like one, you know, two or three cars. You know what right. I mean? We had one car, but I wanted my own. And he said, I'm not buying you your first car. He said, because if I buy it for you, you won't appreciate it. And I'm like, man, that is whack. He's a whack <laughs> job. Okay. Um, but he said, when you get grown and on your own, which I did and got in the military, you know, I bought my first car and I appreciated it. Right. Um, that's the, the polar opposite of what you're saying is we got to gotta. gotta Man, my last name is Chapman, and I want to make sure that my kids are taken care of, my kids' kids, you know what I mean, where I'm long on, out of everybody's mind, and everybody's taken care of based off of that one seed, so to speak, Mm -hmm. that I left. To a certain extent, yeah. I mean, at the same time, though, too, I don't want, you know, my son, future children to be taken care of, not have to worry about a thing. I want them to still know the value of a dollar and they can still do that with, you know, adequate estate planning. Maybe they do take out student loans so that when they graduate, they have to feel that pressure of, I need to get a job. I need, I have this, you mm-hmm. know, all these loans. But if something happens to me, I have planning in place that can take care of those loans for them. Yeah, 100%. I think it's it's almost like, you know, I use it as a cooking analogy, you know what I mean, with leaving your estate and, you know, um, making having the heart of preparation is, you know, when you get things in order, get your affairs in order, you're going to the grocery store. Now, when you're long gone and out of everybody's mind, now when you went to the grocery store, now it's time for, you know, your children or your children's children to actually cook the meal. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it would, it's just a tougher situation where they got to go to the grocery store. They got to get the ingredients. They got to cook it. They got to serve it. Right. You know and what I mean? And they have to go without a list. If you don't do any planning, they have no idea what you want them to cook, what the recipe is, or anything like that. And yeah. you're going through, and they're literally, and I've sat with clients doing this, going through mail, trying to figure out where they had accounts. Did they have life insurance policies? Did they have any of that stuff in place? And how do we figure it out? And you're almost doing... You know, CS like the CSI TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to figure out things from mail that comes in. Man, that's so solid, man. We let's let's bring in um, Mr. Anthony because uh, I value what his thoughts are, um, and he's very much a part of this. He is not just an engineer. He is definitely um, that's what I um, that's part of my contract, y'all. The reason why y'all hear me every week, I told Lynn, I was like. <laughs> I got you. I'll help you out. <laughs> but I got to be able to talk on every show no matter what. <laughs> so low key is my show. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is. He, he tells me what to do. But um, 
why is it that we we in the black community are only looking at the right now and not looking at what's downstream? I think, and I'm glad you said that. I was going to say this. I, I think with the black community in general, I think the African-American diaspora looks at a lot of things short term because the way that we've come up and the things that we've been through is so short term. For example, a lot of people don't look at our history beyond where it started at slavery, even though we have thousands of years of being kings and trade and all kinds of stuff in Africa. But everybody always say, oh, slavery was 400 years. Okay, well, what happened before that? You know what I mean? Or a lot of times like we are you have to look at it we are um sometimes lesser um uh uh, in a situation where we're not making as much money and we may think oh my little thirty thousand dollars don't matter but that little twelve fifteen thousand dollars you saved up that matters that goes a long way and i think a lot of times we just feel less adequate that's why i like shows like this because when you have dominate your life you can let people know hey you might not think you're doing something, but you're doing something. We had the very, very talented um, chef. Uh, Simone Bridges. Yeah, she was on here. <laughs> Shout out and to Chef Simone. She started that from baking with her grandma. Her grandma wasn't a famous chef. Her grandma ain't Martha Stewart. Her grandma is her hero who liked to bake. But now it's important, even at this young age, right. thirteen years old, do that it. she's got to prepare right. because she has she's a legacy it. to right. leave. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing we have to we have to believe. It's just like you said, you want the next Leonard Chapman mm-hmm. or Lenrietta Chapman, whichever <laughs> one it is. Her name's gonna be Myla. Whatever you come up with, son, wow. I support it. <laughs> Shout out, niece. Can't wait to meet you. But you want them to be able to take the dominate your life and your books and all that and move forward with it. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to believe in our legacies as a people. And I just want to use an example because I like to bring in stuff that I studied and I learned. So in history, you take some of the presidents like Thomas Jefferson and George Washington. They they families still own their estates to this day. Thomas Jefferson's estate is still owned by Thomas Jefferson's family. But Martin Luther King, his house is no longer owned by the King family. And it's because of poor estate planning. And his with, with King, too, his estate planning, I think it was just a few months ago. Yes, it was. There was just the most recent settlement because his children have fought each other. Right. And then they've come together to fight someone else. Right. And that's also why... Very rarely will you ever see his pictures, hear his quotes and his speeches, because it's all it's all tied caught up. up in that. And that's until a I think legend. in twenty two or twenty four, someone one of the listeners I'm sure will know and right tell us what it is. What it is that that's when the trademark and copyright protection ends. Then everything's going to flood the market. Right, and that's a legend. That's a that's a not only a legend. It's an essential icon for African Americans. Martin Luther King and his estate was poorly planned and he he passed away tragically and suddenly mm-hmm. and now we've had over 30 years 40 years of fighting and like I said his family no longer owns the house that he was born in which the, is a national the, the city of Atlanta does this the city of Atlanta does but not because the family didn't want to own it right and but Monticello Still owned by the Jeffersons. Well, like you said, too, he died, obviously, you know, very unexpectedly. Right. You look at Aretha Franklin, though. There you go. She was sick, knew it for a while. Her longtime attorney had been telling her for, I think, 10, 15 years, 
do a state plan. Plan it out. She didn't. To make matters worse, her oldest son has special needs. Yep. So mm. now, any benefits that her son was getting from the government, Social Security, Medicaid, anything like that that's financially means-based, loses eligibility unless he disclaims that inheritance. I just want to say, though, she planned out that elaborate funeral with them three casket changes. I mean, the, few, the funeral's not right. We got to do better, y'all. <laughs> we planning the wrong thing. We planning the wrong we thing. We planning the wrong I'm thing. I'm trying to tell you, me and Monique went to... Um, Asheville, North Carolina, um, for our anniversary. Very and beautiful October, place. Oh, it's Built more. Gorgeous. Built, M- built more. Yeah. Beautiful. Let me tell you something. Built more. It's an Omni. It, I, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It oh, is. It's just amazing. In the middle and of nowhere, but it's it, nice. It was wonderful. I take you've been there. I have. It was a fantastic. That that's called estate planning. That's to its core, right? That is absolutely the Vanderbilts mm-hmm. pass it on. You know what I mean? They pass it on, pass, pass it on, it pass on. it on. I'm talking about from the wineries to mm-hmm. the cattle. You know, you name right. it. I mean, that was all too before they had the inheritance. You know, the estate tax, the death tax, all right. that stuff. Yeah, but that is planning to a T. Right, that is planning it's still to within the family name, and it's that's the thing. We 100%. have these American legacy families: the Jeffersons, the Washingtons, the every you know, even now the Reagans, and now you're going to have the Trumps and all this. <laughs> but they all plan it out, and they're all get it. If you don't think Donald Trump Jr. and the rest of Donald Trump's kids are not going to inherit Trump Incorporated, you crazy? Oh, Barron's going to be Barron yeah, set, set, for life. set for life. Set for life. Right. Let me tell you something. Um, you you hit on something, and I want to kind of I want to do your thing. That's what point, I'm here for, man. I'm here to spark it. it. We got about 15 more minutes, and I want to spark this thing. Is you said something to the effect that we don't value the legacies that we're leaving, right? So you got two buckets, okay? You got people that don't value the legacy that they are leaving. Then some they ain't leaving a legacy at all. What are you doing with your life? You know what I mean? That will make people proud of even when you're not here. Man, what are you doing with your life right now that is going to say, you know what? That was a life well lived and either I want to follow their example, you know what I mean? Or I want to leave something, you know, um, in their name, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, man, I hope that when I'm I'm gone from this earth, okay, and and, and I'm sitting on a tombstone and you ain't got to talk about, you know, the the book, the podcast and the lives that he's touched or whatever and the people that he interacted with. You could just put on my tombstone, man, he lived a good life, right? So I think that that is a question that I want to put on the table is the importance of leaving a legacy, not just the legacy about you know what we're talking mm-hmm. about today in your job but why is it so important to leave a legacy something that will be remembered whether it's a you know a best selling book whether it's your company whether it's your business whether it's your life how you treated people cuz we're talking about dominating every aspect of your life and you've got to leave something for somebody worth talking about that's power wow I agree. I'm pretty (laughs) bang off that. And I'm going to say this. Um, One of my favorite um, reporters of all time used to be on 60 Minutes, right? And uh, what he would do, he had a gimmick. Everybody know what a gimmick is. It's like a thing that you do. Mm -hmm. He had a gimmick. He would take a dart and throw it at a map of the USA. And wherever it landed on the map, he would go there and find a story, right? That was his gimmick. So the thing is, he would never go somewhere and the story not be there so he would throw it go to the middle of wyoming there's a story there he would throw it 
go to the middle of Utah, there's a story, et cetera, et cetera. The reason why I'm saying that to piggyback off what you're saying is what you're doing should be important because you may think as an individual, oh, I'm insignificant. You never know who you're influencing. You never know who you affect. You never know what you mean to somebody. So just like Lynn just said, what are you doing to mean something when you're not here? When, when, when people go back and look, are they going to think, why? Like you say, that guy lived a good life. What's a good life, though? What 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 do you want your good life to be? Because everything is relative. Sure. You know absolutely. what I mean? So what do you want your good life to be? Do you want your good life to be going to speak to kids and making sure that they get on the right foot and they turn away from gang activity or they do better? Or do you want your legacy to be, you know, passing something down and 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 helping people and, and showing like, oh, I'm a pro bono lawyer sometimes mm-hmm. and I do all this stuff. What do you want your legacy to be? But make sure that it's something. I, I agree. And I'm going to let you chime in on here. But here's the thing, though. Man, we, 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 we given this cookie cutter stuff, right? What I mean by that is, you know, we know what a good life is. Good life ain't nothing about going to the club, you know what I mean, getting, you know, getting high, you know. And, and man, I'm not talking about, you know, nobody and I'm not trying right, to demean or devalue nobody. But what I'm saying is we, we know what a good life is. You know, just like when my mama, you know, when I left to go to elementary and middle and high school and even to the military, you know, even as a grown adult, my mama always told me, keep your nose clean. I know what that means. Mm-hmm. We know what a good life means. We know what leaving a legacy means and what that looks like. But we value having a good time, you know what I mean, more over anything else. Well, a good time is not a good life. Well, I think that's it, too. Yeah. What we value, again, especially with you know with estate planning, people would sometimes they'd rather say, oh, well, Ben and Jerry's is buy one, get one to public. So I'm going to go do that instead of sitting down and doing what I need to do. What we face at certain times, we think is the most important thing. If you think about what you were super stressed about yesterday or the day before, what was it? You have no idea. You don't remember because <laughs> right, right. it doesn't. You really, it's not that important. Right. But you go out of your way to make sure that your spouse, your children, your family are taken care of while you're living. If you need to work extra overtime to make sure that your kids can have the new pairs of shoes or whatever it is that they want to buy, you're going to do it. Same thing applies, though, to your estate planning and your legacy and what's going on your tombstone. If something happens to you or when something happens to you since all of us die, who's going to be there to take care of your family? Mm -hmm. How will they be taken care of? Have you done the planning to take care of them? To me, that's what your legacy will be. You You prepared for it while you were living, but now what's the execution? That's solid. One more thing, Lynn, before you me. get off, because uh, Mark just said something that, and it resonated with me. Ooh, I don't got all these speeches like Lynn do, but <laughs> I got a good radio voice. I got a face for radio, too. Um, <laughs> he does, really. Thanks, Lynn. Yeah, yeah. Right, he right. mad because my neck bigger than Harris. Um, He's Lynn, a manatee. I am a manatee. <laughs> what, what, what Mark just said that, that resonated with me, though, that, that I think is real powerful is that, okay, he said, what are you going to do if something happened? And he said, better yet, when something happens to you because everybody dies, don't be afraid of the inevitable. Because I think that might be some of it, too. Like, people don't want to accept or embrace the fact of, you know, you're going to die one day. That's a fact, dude. Everybody does. So if you know something's going to happen, you got to be prepared. You know, it's just like us with the hurricanes here in Florida or whatever, because we got listeners all over the world. Shout out to the world. To the world. Um, But 
us with the hurricanes here in Florida, if they say a Cat 5 is coming on Tuesday and it's going to hit a shore in Jacksonville, if you just stay here, don't get no bread, don't get no water, and don't do nothing, you're going to be scarred. And that's on you because they told you it was coming. So when you're born, you already know you're going to die. Now, I ain't got to be sad. You can leave your legacy and all that. But why not prep? Why not plan? Why leave your kids with, you know, thousands of dollars and funerals costs and all that? Even to this thing, y'all, go get some life insurance. Man. Come on, y'all. You you can do that. You can prepay. You can pre-plan your funeral. You can do all that stuff. Yeah, but like you said it, it just it's the prepa- it's preparation. You know, you know it's coming. It, you, right. you do know when you when I was born, when you were born, when all of us were born, we were born with a certain number of heartbeats. That's it. Whether it's whether it's a million, two million, I'm just using it right. as a quite you know. Uh, uh, I'm not trying to quantify, right, right, but right. whether it was a one million beats, two million beats, or whether it was a a half a million, beats, whatever your heartbeat is, you were born with a certain number of heartbeats, and that's you've got to take well advantage of every single heartbeat, moment by moment. Boom, preparation. Boom, another heartbeat. Getting your life, you know, your life insurance policies in order. Please Boom, another heartbeat. Leaving a legacy. Boom, another heartbeat. Write a book. Boom, another heartbeat. Open up your business. Every heartbeat you should be thinking. Man, I'm feeling it today. You own it. Woo. Every heartbeat you should be thinking about the next day, the next opportunity, the the the, the next uh uh heartbeat. heartbeat. There you go. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. moment by moment. Our time is winding up. We ain't trying to scare you. No, nope. it's what you just call it. It's the inevitable. It's inevitable. No, it's the li- inevitable. Listen, live your life. You know, you can live a life of fear and try to swerve and avoid potholes when you're driving, especially down here some of our roads. Yeah. Or you can plan, and now you got a smooth road. You can do whatever you want to do because if something happens, you you're could. prepared. It doesn't matter, man. I, I I tell you, I've really enjoyed this episode. I I mean, my gosh, I just really enjoyed it. I really feel. Um, that we should have done on Facebook Live right. because the world needs to to hear this. I just don't want to do it at the table. Right. I want a, I want a different environment or something, a different background or something. But anyway, um, that being said, we're done, man. Listen, we do we do two things. So um, I'm gonna give you um, I'm gonna give you a couple of questions. Spot on, you Ooh, know. Uh, so, a couple questions. Uh, I'm a rapid fire. I'm a, I'm a oh, he's a oh boy. Here yeah. we go. Unplanned. Here we go. throwing you off with spontaneity. Here we go. a good word. And then spontaneity. Spontaneity. Oh, yes, I love it. It's my favorite um, word. It's very good. Um, I'm spontaneous. <laughs> very much. I, me too. Uh, I know you are. Mm. Um, and then we're going to give you um, about a minute and a half. Uh, to two minutes to share whatever it is that you want to share. We've got a we got a listening audience across the world. Um, so whatever it is, whether it's insp- inspirational, motivational, about your book. I mean, about your book. I guess you should write a book. I guess I need to write a book. Write a book. Write a book. Title TBD. Yeah, absolutely. Um, whether it's inspirational, motivational, just whatever's on your heart. If you want to give a shout out to your family and then leave them with something, um, how to get in contact with you, okay. all that good stuff. So here's the questions and then you'll have the floor. Um, What's your favorite food? Sushi. Sushi. Okay. Um, favorite restaurant? Mm. Lola's burrito. Oh. Okay. Favorite sport? Football. Okay. Favorite vegetable? You don't eat vegetables? I do. I love vegetables. That's just my favorite. <laughs> okay. These are quick answers. Well, Mark. No, I'm, I'm, I'm. Look at his lawyer, man. <laughs> wow. You can't tell you. His glasses off. He's sweating. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on right now? 
I feel like he being interrogated by his just Just to spark controversy, I'm going to say tomato because is it a fruit or is it a vegetable? Oh, here Ooh, we go. You, you grimy uh, for that, but keep going. <laughs> yeah, that is. I, it is it's, it's healthy. How about it's that? It's 100% right? of fruit, it's but healthy. keep it moving. All right, favorite candy? Reese's. Okay. See, that didn't take me that, no time at all. No yeah. time. <laughs> all right. So you got about a minute and a half, two minutes. You got the floor. Wow. All right. Well, to be honest, the first thing or most important thing I want to just to the people that have children that are going to have children, planning is most important for you. You do everything in your power to care for that child. And I'm coming to you as a parent of a four month old. Yeah. You know, from these shoes, you find out you're having a child, you get life insurance, you get more life insurance. You want to make sure that you're there to protect them. If something happens to you, a, a will that you buy from Office Depot that you get on a certain website is not going to do the job. Yes, it costs money to go to an attorney. It costs significantly less money to go to an attorney to plan than it does if you don't plan. Mm. So take the time, vet attorneys, go talk to people, go to someone that specializes it and focuses on it. Don't go to someone that does your criminal, your, you know, any, all these other various aspects, your family law attorney that also, oh yeah, sure, I can do this will for you. There's too many pitfalls and rooms for error. Go to someone that that's all they do. Outstanding. Mark, we appreciate you being on. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Go to Mark. Go Mark. <laughs> hey, how can I get in touch with you? Uh, I'm on all of the social media at Estate Plan Jacks on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Mark Moss Law on Facebook, um, markmosslaw.com. They can contact me right through the website right there. And Moss is a traditional way, M-O-S-S? M-O-S-S, yes. M-A-R-K, M-O-S-S. Randy Moss, Santana Moss. That's the same guy. Right. Yeah. That's, talk that's about their, their, their legacies are helping me right. pay off my law school loans. That's Randy Moss, Santana Moss. We're winning. Shad Moss. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, man, we appreciate you. Um, find them. And uh, listen, listeners, Mark is a good guy, great guy. I, I wholeheartedly endorse him. And, you know, I'm very careful in my endorsements. Um, because, and they're very strategic. So I, I wholeheartedly give you a full endorsement on who you, you are and what you do and the heart of preparation. Life is complicated. Absolutely. All right. Listen, happy Friday. Go enjoy your weekend. We appreciate your listeners. Go ahead and subscribe on all the social media platforms. My boy's going to let you know where to subscribe at. Dominate Your Life Podcast is everywhere that you find your podcast and listen on your podcast provider. We are on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. We are also on Google. Um, and we are, after this episode, Spotify. Spotify. You heard the man. Listen, that's Anthony Rogers, the manatee. Mm. I don't know how manatees sound. <laughs> you had me food. Yeah. <laughs> Was that a manatee? <laughs> Was that a manatee? I don't know. I don't know what they sound. I don't know. Yeah, I don't They're know so they lazy sound. they don't even talk. You know they what? don't talk. Go, go make a sound. Go with it. And that's yeah, what they just sound go like. with it. But man, we appreciate them. This is your boy Leonard Chapman, the host of Dominate Your Life podcast. Peace. <laughs>